I've always wanted to have like a rock band. But you sing some banging hooks, so. Appreciate it, man. <coughs> Appreciate it. That helps. Not only being able to sing decently, but having a good melody to sing. So. I should be ripping, huh? <coughs> <laughs> Let's do a podcast. Action. Yo, what's up? It's Dre Bummy. Check me on Instagram, Dre underscore Bum. SoundCloud, Dre Bummy. You know, if you stink, it's okay. I'm here for you. If you didn't change your socks in a couple weeks, maybe a couple days, it's okay. I'm here with you. Maybe today you went to work, you forgot deodorant. I'm here with you. You know what I'm saying? Dre Bummy, check me out. I got a project coming soon. Just Bummy. We out here. Shouts out to a million ex-girlfriends. I don't have as much ex-girlfriends as this guy because it's pretty fresh, but like, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to disappoint a lot of women. Shouts out to you. Have a good one. <laughs> that was awesome, man. Thanks. <laughs> Sanchez coming at you with the 15th episode of the Million Ex-Girlfriends. Uh, I got a guest co-host guy interviewee here with me today. Uh, tell, tell them about yourself. Introduce yourself. Yo, so uh, my name is Silver. I'm a Providence, Rhode Island rapper. Born and raised out here and, you know, we're out here just trying to just talk about music. Get this shit, get this shit done. So uh, I'll ask you a couple of questions, just some like basic stuff. Uh, you know, then, then you know, where you? Uh, <laughs> so you already just kind of answered the first one. You said you were born and raised out here in Rhode Island. Uh, have you just like lived in Providence your whole life? For the most part, yeah. I mean, I've lived in like California for like two years, and other than that. Oh shit! I was born in California. Oh really? We moved. Yep, yeah, moved out of there when I was two. Fuck yeah. What part of California? Hayward. Okay, I don't think I've ever been over there. I was like in the valley, like Canoga Park. Oh yeah, yeah, no, we were in the fucking flats. We were in hundred miles of shit. <laughs> and like fucking um oh oh yeah, I just said it Hayward. Um, I don't remember it myself. I just know my parents had talked about it, and uh, apparently it was just ghetto as fuck out there. But, hey, hey, whatever. Hey, man, it's still Cali. It's pretty dope. I like the weather out there, the palm trees. Yeah, I've been back to the fucking nicer parts of California. And yeah, it's so great to hang out. You went on the stars, like the, in Hollywood? Uh, I didn't go to Hollywood. No, no, no. no. That was um, pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think I want to go to Hollywood. Just, nah. Yeah, yeah, There's nothing for me out there yet, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, like, nice to see, like, what could happen, you know? I like movies. I don't just want to, like, go and, like, see Hollywood just to see Hollywood, though, you know? Nah, I feel you. I kind of feel like I'm, like, one of those, like, fucking anti-capitalist fucking rail-against-the-system types, though. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, San Diego was fucking beautiful. I'd love to go back to San Diego sometime. See, San Diego, I was, I was trying to go there, but didn't get a chance to. But that's, that shit sounds dope. Mission Beach, fucking 2012. 
That was a good, wait, was it 2012 or 2011? I don't remember. Great time, great time. Um, so yeah, that's the first one. Where do you come from? How and like when did you start rapping? So for the most part, like, I started rapping probably like my sophomore year in college. Um, and oh, then yeah, since gonna, then, yeah. And then since then it's been like, maybe like four or five years since I've like been rapping. So you started rapping in about 2013? 2016. 2016, wait, five years, sorry. Uh, no, yeah, no. You said five years, 2014, sorry. 2014 maybe, yeah. So how, how, old are you how old would you have been then i think i started when i was 19. okay so you're about i'm 20, 24 now 24 all right um yeah like four or five years <laughs> <laughs> how did you get into it like how did you get into it? like who was it like a? um so like for the most part at first it was kind of like rock music so i first like started playing the guitar and that was kind of like the first of it and i've always been like infatuated with music I always liked it since like a young kid like I'd be the type of person that would get like those like bootlegged CDs but all like a bunch of artists and like just play it's like a kind of like a playlist but like kind of like the old school Spotify maybe like just in old times she was dope but since doing that and then like I had a couple homies in college too they started rapping and it was kind of dope we had like freestyle sessions and then from there I just kept doing it and doing it and then I just fucked with it and I never stopped since. So. That's cool. Um, yeah, when I played, when I started, when I played music, I uh, played punk rock, I played guitar, and I sang. Um, 2014 <clears throat> was the year I did the most shows as a musician, like as a band and stuff, and uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, I don't feel like I should be rapping or otherwise I would do it. Because I do miss, I do kind of miss, like, I like being in the audience, but I do kind of miss playing for an audience. Yeah, man, I wish I was in a band. I was able to play, like, for the Dunkin' Donuts Center once, but it was for, like, a jazz rock school, like. That's still that fucking shit. cool. It's still the Dunkin' Donuts Center, you know? Yeah. It was, it was, it was I. I played, like, I think, like, Crazy Train. We played that, like, song. Ooh. We all, like, practiced, like, the whole, like, how to play. I can't even play it now if I was, if I tried. Like, I just haven't played the guitar in years. I still have one though. I have electric and I get to acoustic. Speaking of crazy train, I'm gonna go ahead and talk some shit right now. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people talk about how great some of these, like rock guitarists are. These hard rock guitarists. I'm just gonna say they might be good guitarists, but if if your riffs can be played by 12 year olds, I don't I don't know. I might I might be the dickhead though. So I'm not. <laughs> trying to think of like a really hard like guitar song that like people couldn't normally play because you always see like some kid on like ellen or something playing an ozzy song like oh like dragon like, force what is that you, you yeah that song? yeah dragon that shit will be retarded that like. kid that kid is actually something special that shit's kind of hard to play it's super technical yeah really i've never i've never even tried to look at the fucking tablature for it i'm not i'm not psychotic i'm not i don't hate myself i'm not gonna try to i've only done it in guitar hero <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time I ever tried that, try to do it other than that. Like, Damn it, I wish I didn't bring these king size papers. Oh, that's alright. I'll get some more. I'll get some more. I have high hems if you, you ever tried that. It's they're like CBD. Shorter. They're kind of like a blunt, but it's like it's like all made out of CBD and it's like made out of hemp. 
I'll be honest, I just kind of want to do a shorter one because, like, the king size is nice, but, like, also sometimes there's such a thing as smoking too much. Yeah. So, like, you don't, like, you don't always need to smoke that much. Like, I like smoking a lot of weed, but sometimes, like, after a while, you're just kind of, like, huffing on shit. You're just, like, putting stuff in your lungs. You're just kind of making yourself cough more, you know? No, sometimes it's more effective to just try and, like, smoke a smaller amount. I don't know. I think it's understated, but that's just me. I could fucking smoke. I could roll three joints, smoke them all night, and that's that's a party for me. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm a little bit of a lightweight these days. Oh, yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I don't really. I can't really feel like that. I usually do it like a lot, so my tolerance is pretty high. I'm just checking the time. I always forget to look at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can I can smoke a lot. Like, uh, one time I was hanging out with uh, Jesse Piff. Shout out, Jesse. And a bunch of, you know, a bunch of the Rhode Island boys. And I was smoking all day with them, just matching weed, smoking blunt after blunt. And, like, yeah, I felt fine. I didn't feel, like, stoned out of my dome or anything. But, like, I was on, I was on a fucking level. Yeah. But you. also, at the same time, I just did not need to smoke that much all day. Like, how much was it, like... Could you say like an amount? I could not guess. I went. I let, let me. When I started hanging out with Jesse that day, I had a quarter. When I ended that day, I probably had a bud or two left from that quarter. <laughs> Might crazy. have had a fucking a, a, a nickel bag. What's the most you ever smoked in like one sitting? Probably like two king sizes. No, 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 no. A whole king size definitely in one sitting because I I like have never rolled more than one of these at a time. Like, I'll sit down, roll one, smoke it all. And then, like, sometimes on, like, Friday night, I'll be all like, let's do another one. Right. <laughs> I guess what, that's what, yeah, that's what I did last night. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely want to start, like, rolling more papers, though. I feel like that's more healthier for you than, like, smoking, like, backwoods and blunts and shit. Too Short, I saw a video, an interview Too Short did recently. He was talking about... Actually, the video itself might be old, but I saw the video recently. He was talking about how he thinks it's stupid to, like, use backwoods and blunts because, like, it's giving money to the tobacco industry. You empty out the tobacco. It's, like, in your... got in ashtrays in your trash can. It's, like, making shit smell bad. And uh, I kind of agree with that. I never really... I never really was a big fan of, like, blunt papers anyway that's how i started smoking <laughs> yeah i mean i'll i'll do a rap but i like i said i'm not i think it's stupid to fucking just pitch the tobacco again that's that's me that's you know uh i don't want to waste that money yeah man the packs be getting expensive bones aren't anything special to me to me at least i love joints so i you, fucking love joints so where do you go to get your like papers because it's around like amazon Oh, Amazon. Oh, okay. yeah. Amazon is the wave. They, you can get anything so on Amazon. So fucking cheap on Amazon. They gave you, like, like a, a bundle of, like, a, a bunch of them, right? Yeah, I think I got, like, five of these king sizes for, like, $8 or something. That's a deal. Came with the tips. That's how much a pack of five, back, like, backwards would cost. I'm about to order some... I'm about to fucking order some tubes. Some of the plastic tubes that you can fucking put pre-rolls in. Fucking love those things. Oh, the Duke tubes? So understated. Not enough people have them. I've pulled those out in front of people before, and they've been like... Yeah. Those shits are pretty dope. They're convenient. 
Oh, I fucking love that shit. In California, I had that shit all the time. Out here, though, nah. I, just I have, like, it. a capsule, though. Like, it's, like, a half capsule and, like, grinder. Has, like, a boba saw on it. Dude, in Providence, no one gives a shit. You can fucking smoke weed anywhere out here. Just about. Pretty much, yeah. I be feeling like that. Like, everybody just be smoking out here. They should just, like, legalize it. I was down in East Greenwich recently, uh, which is, you know, a little bit more redneck. Cops are kind of a bit more assholes down there. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out with these people who had a profession that I will not name. But uh, they were partying pretty hard. They had they had some powdery substances. And I was just smoking weed. Like, you know, they're fucking standing around outside the bar. Like, smoking cigarettes and fucking sneaking into their car to do that shit. I'm just standing there smoking weed the whole time like... Damn. Just felt bad, you know? Like, I'll admit, I used to fuck I used to fuck around with some snow. Yeah. I don't know I don't know if I wanna go back there. Ah uh, yeah man, I couldn't I couldn't do it. I never tried it but I've seen people like close friends do it and it's it's kinda sad, you know. I it's see really why become... it's addictive. Cause when you do it, you feel amazing. Then the next day you have a come down, any kind of drug you do, you know you have a come down. And, uh, you know, you either gotta balance it out by doing more, you gotta try to, like, stick it out. And, dude, every time of the day after. Every time of the day after. You always do it again? It, I, I would want to do it again just because the feeling of coming down from it was so unbearable, but I usually didn't have it, you know? Yeah. So since you've, since you've tried it, have you ever, like, they, they say that shit feels basically like an orgasm? That's why people fuck with it so much? Is that Would you say that would be true? Kind of, yeah. like, gives you that same feeling without, like, having... Yep. You know, like sex and shit. Yep. Just about. There is a definite whole body fucking thing that, like, comes over you. Fucking mouth gets numb and shit. It's, it's a ama- Dude, I'll be honest. It's fucking amazing. You fuck with that shit? What it does to you is not amazing, though. Like, what the long-term effect. Like, yeah. I've, like, you know, I've gotten to the heart where I felt my heart pounding, point where I felt my heart pounding. I'm like, that's it. I'm going out like Len Bias. Like... Kids, if you don't know who Len Bias is, look that up. Fucking sad story. Don't do drugs. It's the long and the short of it. Don't fuck with coke. Don't fuck with heroin. And that's that. Just smoke weed. Again, Len Bias. Celtics. The guy was about to become the next fucking best thing. He decided to do drugs instead. Just smoke weed. That's it. That's all you need to do. Imagine this was like an advertisement for like some like... I'm so glad I said that. (laughs) I'm so glad I said that because before, as a joke on this podcast, I've been like... I support the doing of drugs. I yeah. love drugs. And by that, I mean, like, psychedelics. That's it. You fuck with <laughs> mushrooms? I mean, I've never done them. Okay. But if they came my way, I would fucking do them. They're crazy, bro. Hunter, like eight S- hours like Hunter eight S. Thompson, who is a writer, he had a quote that was like, I don't remember what he said. He said, like, uh, some kind of psychedelic, you don't find it, it finds you. So that's been my philosophy on it, because I have come across acid before. And I've done the acid when okay. I've come across it. But... It's not just easily available to me. I don't just know people. I can just hit up and be like, "Yeah, like be nobody really I, like that. Yeah, yeah nobody I know knows." Like... So the moment I hear of any psychedelics, man, I'm like, "Give me, give me, give me like, now! How much money do you need? Like, <laughs> right now, I want that shit." Yeah, people don't be like, "Be trying to fuck with that shit out here, really?" Yeah, <clears throat> who's fucking trying to do like fucking like meth and shit? Yeah, no, I can't support the meth heads. I'm sorry. Yeah, the people who go to, like, fucking Walmart and they fucking buy, like, the baking soda and the fucking Pyrex glass, go home and cook that shit in the oven. 
Don't do that. <laughs> we didn't just give you a recipe. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. I just know the basic way that it gets done. Um, yeah, and then they fucking smoke that shit. Fucking, they just get cooked. Ugh, drugs, man. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Yeah, only focus psychedelics and weed. That's it. And eat a lot of fruit and drink a lot of water. Yeah, stay hydrated. Like, seriously, water. as much as I like to talk about weed, uh, nothing feels as amazing as just being healthy. Facts. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> um, so, as a... As a... Um, yeah, as an artist, uh, you know, I, I guess every kind of artist who cares about what they're doing has a thing they're trying to say. Like, what, what, I know, like, things change on, like, a day-to-day, -day. like, you're not always the same person uh, every day, but, like, in general, like, what are you trying to say with your music? Like, what are you trying to say with, with anything you're doing? Like, so, basically, like... I pretty much would consider like what I make is like music for like the underdog, for like people who are like kind of like misunderstood, you know. You like at first you might be like, oh, this person's like a certain way, but like you don't really know them until like you actually like get to like conversate and like really know them. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the sound levels. I completely forgot to. Oh, the sound wasn't even on. No, 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 the sound's on. I'm just, I was just checking it because I forgot to check it before. Sorry, keep going. Nah, I feel you. Damn, I lost my train of thought. I mean, this fucking, dude, this podcast is always off the rails Yo, like this. Um, you make music for the underdog. Oh, uh, I make music for the underdogs. And pretty much, like, you know, I just want to inspire and, like, motivate people to, like, you know, just follow your dreams. Like, go for it. Fuck what people tell you. And, like, yeah, and, and I mean, like... I, I hear like music, you know, that I be dropping like nowadays, like my generation just growing up, like it's just dope. You know what I mean? It's just so much dope shit. Like music is like kind of like important in our culture. It's Dude, like, there are so many young people doing such amazing shit. I can name so many artists right now that are doing amazing things. People that are like around my age, they're cha they're fucking changing the music landscape in front of our faces. I'll save that for a little later. We're gonna talk about a lot of music yeah. because I don't feel like talking about real world shit and getting angry today the world's stupid and it's always burning down and it sucks but when i listen to your music uh down in particular that song <clears throat> i get the sense like when i was i was listening to it on the way up here and i was thinking it gives me the sense of like a almost like you like you're trying to give back to the community for some reason i get that feeling from you as in, when i listen to your music mm. like you do want to give back like I that that's a genuine feeling that I get from your music. Yeah. That's that's pretty much like I've been just raised with like by a family who are like pretty nice people. Like I have like my mom, she works at like a, a health clinic and she likes to help people and shit. But just that kind of stuff kinda of inspires me and just like, you know, people's trying to like motivate like if I like know how to like do something, I kinda of wanna know like my friends to know how to do it too, you know what I mean? Like I kinda of like that kind of aspect. So yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just I, I concentrate super hard when I'm doing the weed. No, yeah, that's dope that you use that. So alright, so we're just trying to So oh yeah, this is an audio pot. This I forgot the for the people listening to the audio portion, I am rolling a king size right now and I concentrate fucking hard as fuck when I uh go in on my weed because I care about it. 
And also, this is an educational podcast. If you can see, I don't think they can see shit. It's a little bit too low below the frame. Keep one hand on the joint roller always. Be instructing. Okay, I'm using a joint roller, king size joint roller, king size paper. Got a filter in the end. I guess also called a crutch if you're a loser. <laughs> um, and uh, the only reason I put the filter in there is because whenever I fucking roll joints with this roller, it's just too tight. I can't, I can't do it. I There's it. no airflow. All right, we just about got it loaded evenly. I'm, I'm serious about loading this thing evenly because if you do it wrong, the fucking paper canoes and stuff. We'll do this. We'll, we'll, we're doing this for a little later on. This this, this is going to be a special. Uh, we got about a minute 30 left. Okay, so in 90 seconds, tell me mm, what kind of story are you trying to write for yourself? What's the movie of your life? 60 second pitch. Movie of my life? Yeah. Damn. Uh, well, the movie of my life would pretty much be like somebody that just keeps trying and uh you know kind of like rocky when he's like trying to run up the like the steps and shit like kind of like that you know just keep doing it keep moving keep pushing even if like shit happens just, you know you got to do it because the world keeps spinning regardless so yeah that'd be like the movie just the person that just like doesn't give up and just keeps going until the end perseverance very important fucking quality that not enough people this day and age fucking exhibit i like that um, too easy, too easy to give up and go running back to mom and dad. Take me for an example. <laughs> I, uh, I have gained an appreciation for just fucking doing shit. Just do it. Keep those wheels spinning because it's, it's always brighter on the other side. Like people, I think people like to give in too early. People like to give in way the fuck too early. Moving along. I want to start talking about music and stuff because I've been listening to a lot of music lately. Uh, I've been fucking with a lot of shit. The first thing I want to talk about is Charlie XCX's album. I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time to fucking uh, get on my knees and pray at the altar of the goddess of Charlie XCX for a moment because I've been listening to this woman's music since 2016 when she put out the Vroom Vroom EP. It was just a tight four track little EP. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was great. People looked at me sideways. Whatever. I like this. So I kept fucking with it. Then in 2017, she put out the number one Angel mixtape. Loved it. Fucked with it. Then at the end of 2017, she put out another mixtape, Pop 2. Again, loved it. Fucked with it. I didn't like it as much as number one Angel, but it was still really fun. Uh, then throughout 2018, she put out some singles. And just recently, on September 13th, she dropped her most recent studio album Charlie futuristic experimental pop album that has so much going on I don't even know where to begin so one thing Charlie XCX has been doing on her mixtapes is stacking up features like singers and rappers and people that she knows this smart um so I like to get I like to Make sure it sticks. I know it looks disgusting, but... <laughs> it's the process. Yeah, one time I'm fucking rolling a joint, and I fucking got the end of it real wet with someone. I was like, you know, with the, with the woman. I was like, you know, I wasn't like fucking sucking its dick or anything, but I was like trying to make sure it was like nice and wet so it was like sealed. And I remember she was like, ugh, you expect me to smoke that? I'm like, 
<laughs> bitch, you literally just tried to fucking. She tried to stick a lollipop that was in her mouth in my mouth earlier. Do not even she's get. She's gonna take it back in her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, she's tripping. She was. She had a lollipop. She's like, "Do you want some?" And she's like, literally about to shove it in my mouth. Then later that night, I go, and she's like, "Ew, get the fuck out of here!" Because I fucking kissed it. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, she's for the streets. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that shit, bitch. But yeah, Charlie's new uh, new album. I forgot exactly where I was on that, but what I do want to say is, I want to say, look at that. That's fucking beautiful. I, dude, mm. that's a bat right there. Oh yeah, fucking. Mm. Play baseball. Wish I had. Wish now I wish I had another camera set up to be like the fucking joint cam. Um, so yeah, we'll save that for a little later on. We'll save that for the for the last bit. Is it cool if I just doesn't matter where I put this? No, really matter. I'll just leave it right there for now. Yeah. So, fuck, I got off that too long. Yeah, Charlie's album, I like it a lot. Experimental, futuristic, pop album. Reminds me a little bit of Refused album, The Shape of Punk to Come, only in that it it is the the. The Refused album was a very punk rock album, but it incorporated a lot of other elements of like different music that was popular at the time. This is what Charlie's album does. It's a pop album that incorporates a lot of elements that are popular, but it also has a forward-looking, experimental side to it, just like the Refused album did. The Refused album came out in 1998 and still fucking holds up. Now, Charlie's album only just came out recently, but I have a feeling it's going to hold up. Uh... Yeah, this is what you fuck really hard, man. You know, like, all the dates and shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I fucking... I haven't really, honestly, I haven't personally listened to your music. I gotta definitely check it out. I love... Oh, I fucking love music. I fuck with music pretty hard, but... I guess I'm just gonna talk about some of the... Some of the songs I like on it. Um, there's a song in it called Click, featuring Kim Petrus and Tommy Cash. I don't know who the fuck Tommy Cash is, but he goes hard on this song, so that's cool. Uh, there's a song on there with... Big Frida and Cupcake on the same track, and her friend Pablo Vitar. Again, everyone just goes fucking hard on that track. Great, great banger. But a couple of songs that are most important to me are White Mercedes, which is kind of like a 80s-ish power ballad. The only thing that's missing is blaring 80s guitars. That's the only thing that's missing. During the chorus of the song, Charlie sings about how all she knows is she doesn't deserve someone's love, the person who she's singing to. She says, all I know is I don't deserve you. Damn, 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 Charlie, oh, I feel like everyone's worthy of love. Like, I'm a romantic, so when I hear shit like that, I'm like, oh, God, but I know where she's coming from, you know? Like, sometimes you meet someone and you like them so much, but it's just something about him. You're like, this person, this, that, no. They deserve better. They can do better. Like you personally, you thought of that? Like It reminded thought... me. It reminded me of where I've been before. And also, she just sings it so passionately. Like, another reason I like Charlie is she's a very passionate singer. She uses a lot of auto-tune on her voice because she's trying to do like this future sex robot thing. Kind of like Daft Punk. Yeah, a little bit. Like there's one song where she kind of has so much auto-tune slathered on her voice, like I she's trying to sound like an AI. Like I um but she's one thing that never changes is you can hear her emotion through the auto tune. 
that's not something a lot of people that use autotune do. A lot of people use autotune for the effect or because they can't sing. She uses it because it adds to the atmosphere of like the like, emotion and shit. Yeah, the shit she's trying to create. Because like I said, she fucking belts through that auto tune. Like you can you can feel you can feel the emotion. Like I, it didn't it didn't really occur to me. Like I said, I listened to her music a lot, a lot, a lot, and I had to listen to it while high on headphones to hear. I'm like, oh man, this girl feels shit. Yeah. <laughs> like you felt mad relatable and shit. Yeah, yeah. She like it, it, it's it, she cares about making music. Like, she really does care about trying to make interesting, but also catchy pop music. Like, she's purposely avoided taking her place as a pop princess because she wants to make interesting, fun music. Like, different shit. Like, not what you, like, typically hear. Exactly. Like... I definitely gotta check her out. She still has accessible songs, but there's a lot of shit that if you just listen to on the first go, you'll be like, what? in the fuck you'd be like damn what the fuck is this yeah like if you haven't listened to charlie xdx it's boom clap like it's a whole nother universe she's created a whole nother universe of pop music it's fucking amazing um yeah i left oh fuck i left my uh didn't bring my phone in with me so i'm just gonna have to go off the off the memories of the music i've been listening to another album i've been listening to recently is a new album by a reggae band called Hyrie. The album's called Dreamer. Is a is a I don't have anything to say overall about the album. Um Hyrie as a as a band knows how to construct an album. It has a good atmosphere. Like it's not like a concept album or anything, but I can listen to it from beginning to end and it feels like an album experience. Um, that being said, there is one song on the album called Put It Down that has some interesting ideas, but holy God, holy God, it executes them in a little bit of a stupid way. Like it's trying to be kind of like an EDM dance song, but with instruments, which is a kind of a fun idea. But like the, the musical interlude it uses as the chorus, as the hook, is so fucking stupid sounding. Like, oh, damn. it sounds ridiculous. I, I, I wish I could, I wish I could play it, but I'm just not interested in trying to do that. <laughs> but it just sounds so fucking ridiculous. It makes me laugh every time. But Ch- I don't remember what his name is. Chally, Cali. His name is spelled C H A L I. Number two. And A, so, you know, tuna. But he has a pretty fucking cool little verse on it. The guy's got such a deep voice. He's like a, you know, reggae singer, rapper. He's got a, such a deep, interesting voice. That's a... It makes up. It makes up for the stupid musical passages. <laughs> um, I don't remember the name of a lot of the songs. So I'm not going to pretend I do. But there's... a uh, Just like with Charlie, uh, Hyrie is another passionate... Uh, singer very emotive um and i just i like the music that uh her band makes uh they work very well together as a unit which is cool considering that there is a lot of promotion on just her like it almost seems like her solo act but she does have like a band around her like a lot of the guys have been there since the beginning so so the same people yeah there's like one or two guys that are kind of cycled in and out but most of the band is has been the same since like 2013 
Like I actually went to see, I saw them in Providence last year. I actually got to meet the bass player. He's been there since the beginning. So yeah, yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. That does add that adds a consistent through line sonically. That adds a through line to all three of the albums together. Like they don't sound the same production wise. Like one sounds better than the other as the years go on. Also, it progresses and shit. However, because there's so many vital members coming back for each album, that you can feel the improvement of of the unit. Like I don't know how to describe it. Basically, the chemistry feels a lot tighter because even though it does almost feel like Hyrie's a solo act, she does whatever she has to do to keep the important members so that the sound itself gets stronger over the years. I'm using too many adjectives, but basically, it sounds good. Uh, the new album, I very li- I li- I like Hyrie. I like reggae music. I fuck with Hyrie pretty hard, so go check that out. Reggae music's dope. Hey, if you want to go ahead and talk about some music, I've dominated most of the time. So, uh, what comes to music? Let me see. Like new albums or just anything I've been listening to? Anything, new stuff, old stuff. Fucking. I'm still listening to Brockhampton's Ginger album. I like that a lot. Um, one thing I didn't say is that the song Love Me For Life, I think, has the perfect passage on it. Uh, Merlin has a verse where he goes hard as fuck. Like, no one has any right to go that hard on a verse, and Merlin goes hard. And then Bareface bats clean up and sings the verse after him. And it's just amazing. It's an amazing passage. Merlin's verse into Bareface's verse... And it's like fucking your soul is just in another realm. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. That. I'm going to keep talking about Brockhampton as the weeks go on. No, that's what's up. Um, I think I heard a few songs from them. No, yeah, I just had to pull up my phone to see what I was listening to because I just be like, I've listened to myself a lot, like lately, more than I listen to like new shit. Yeah, but no, like, I, um, I feel that. You got to make sure your shit sounds good. Yeah, definitely. You got to like love yourself. You know, you got to love your son. Uh, but uh, Trippy Red, he dropped like that album question, like exclamation mark. I mean, isn't the whole that? point of making music, like because you, or like making any kind of art, is because you're making something you want to see or hear, right? You're making something you want to experience. Yeah, like I genuinely feel happy, like when I record, like I don't know, and like when I perform it, like I genuinely feel happiness. Like it's just crazy. I think I feel like uncreative people call people egotists who like to check out their own stuff. You gotta check out your own stuff. Yeah. You have to like your own stuff. I mean, I don't push like my music down people's throats. Like, if you want to fuck with me, you can fuck with me. But, like, I just feel like at some point, like, it's gonna be like undoubt. Like, you're just gonna have to see it. You're like, damn. I feel bad for like <laughs> directors in Hollywood whose job it is is just to make the fucking movie that the studio wants. Like, you got some fucking board of suits who don't yeah. know anything, just examining charts and trying to tell some guy what to do. Yeah, like we live in the generation right now. Like, we know what's up. Trippy Red's new album, though, sorry. Trippy Red's new album is pretty dope. I like that song, Snakeskin. It's pretty dope. Uh, then, like, I like XXTentacion. They dropped, like, the deluxe album. I was listening to that. Oh, question mark? Yeah. Did you, did you, you fuck with X? Yeah, I fuck with X. I'll be honest. When he was alive, I had a problem with him because of the stuff concerning the woman. And I have a lot of younger sisters, so I was trying to be, like, you know, liberal fucking... Oh, I don't fuck with that, but I did like the guy's music. His music made me feel things. Yeah, and I had emotion, like just like kind of like you were talking about earlier. And as soon as he died, you know I was listening to X. 
Yeah, no, it's crazy. Once you die, like, they just, like, pull, they pull you up. Like, you just, like, you gain, like, like, everyone fucks with you. I mean, he was pretty nice. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like even before he died, he still was getting that pull. He was a kid. He was a yeah. fucking kid. He was a kid. He he was a rich kid, but, like, he, he made it, you know what I mean? He came from nothing. One of the first things I saw when I went on fucking Twitter that day was people, like, being proud he had died yeah like, no that the, shit was fucked up when people dude, like, say he's like die like that the same just, like, fucking like liberal college kids who are like fucking you know like whining for everybody else were like ha, 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 ha. yeah no it's those like, people are going to hell that's there's a special place in hell for all those type of people <laughs> but i mean it is what it is i mean like you're gonna have haters you're gonna have like there's always gonna be good and bad it's just the balance you know can't make everybody happy and like i felt like x was just trying to make a good amount of people happy he didn't really care for everybody well rest in power oh uh, and then another one i mean do you do you fuck with rock music like yeah yeah i fuck with rock music i, fuck with rock music. I like that band like breaking benjamin they're pretty nice speaking of rock music i've been listening to interpol's first album lately from 2001 uh turn turn on the bright lights turn off the bright lights Damn, i don't think i heard that one they're kind of like a garage rock band from like the 2000s but uh like emo or goth uh the only reason they got popular is because 9-11 happened and their music was like sad enough that people identified with it Damn, that's crazy but when i found out the first time was re was recorded in connecticut i had to check it out because as far as i'm concerned connecticut is like you know hometown like connecticut rhode island massachusetts like that's pretty much like eight that is the northeast tri-state area like, even though I live in Rhode Island and my job is based in Rhode Island, I work in Connecticut all the time. But anyway, long story short, it's such a sad, depressing album because it was recorded in Connecticut. But anyway, Rock, sorry, what have you been listening to? Breaking Benjamin? Yeah, have you ever heard of that band? I know who they are, yeah. They're pretty dope. Um, what other rock band? Oh, Slipknot. They dropped an album. Pretty surprising. Like, after so many years, it's pretty good. Um, I haven't really like heard the whole thing, but like the first few songs, I definitely like. I just be repeating them every time I could hear them. It's always a gamble when you put out something after like a long time of not putting stuff out, because like Tool put out an album recently. I seen that they like redropped like everything, like they like remastered all their old albums or some shit. I think like so. That. This stuff wasn't available on streaming for like the longest time. They had some dope shit. There was that one song was like dun 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 dun. Yeah. I forgot what that shit's called. But I just know that like. Dun 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 yeah, that shit. Yeah, that's like there was like mad shit like in the background. I fucked with that shit hard. Like the thing with Tool is like they did have an interesting sound, but if you know anything about Tool, you know that the lead singer pretty much hates his own band. He hates the fans of his band. Like he's just like mad, like just heated all the time. Just like pretty fuck much. you, fuck everybody. I'm just doing this shit. Because a lot of people take it deeper than it is. People think it's like you know, third eye woke. Listening to Tool makes me smarter than you. But like, damn, people think like that. I never, I never knew that. <laughs> but like, literally, when they named the band Tool, they made a logo that looked like a dick in balls. That's crazy. Because they wanted people who bought T-shirts at their shows. To be wearing a dick and balls on their shirt. Just to be fucking So with that it. people would know that they were a tool. Okay. So they promoted, like, fuckboy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were joking the whole time. So the fact that anybody takes this shit ser seriously is spiritual, intelligent music. They're the stupid ones. 
So you don't like you feel like a certain way like with people who like try to act like they're like they're like in the music. You know how like people try to act like they're in gangs because they hear like street music. They're like, oh, I'm from the streets because I listen to shit. Yeah, people who think listening to a kind of music makes you fucking something special. Yeah, or something different. Something. I mean, that's cool. It makes you feel like you have a superpower. Like I don't know, something like. Oh, well, I understand why the lead singer hated that shit. I understand why he didn't want to put out an album for fucking 15 years or whatever. Like, he didn't even mean to make music that was... He, he wasn't trying to make music that was taken seriously by people. If anything, at every turn, he kept trying to tell the fans to go fuck themselves. And they were just like, oh, this is amazing! That's some crazy shit. All because they used... Because the way they wrote their music had the Fibonacci sequence in it. I don't fucking know what the Fibonacci sequence is. And I don't know why it matters when it comes to music. If you're going to use time signature changes, just use time signature changes. It doesn't have to be anything special. Throw in a 7-8. Throw in a fucking 3-4. Throw in a 16 over 2. I don't give a fuck. Just, it doesn't have to be like a... I don't know. Math is weird. Fibonacci numbers are math. So when you start talking about that, like, I don't, okay, people make a joke like in music, like count to four and repeat. I don't mind counting to seven. I don't mind counting to three. I don't mind counting to five. But it doesn't have to be overly complicated. It's already hard enough to count to something other than four. Yeah, like, just to say, like, keep going from there. Yeah. You don't have to put one, three, eight, and then a four, four, and then a seven, twelve. There's not even a twelve. And then a seven, eight. And then, uh, fuck, it, it, yeah, stop that. You're not impressing anyone. You're just, you're making the music hard to listen to. Damn. And that's, like, you're, like, talking about, like, changing the BPMs and shit, like, making it faster. Like, not changing the BPMs. Um, just, like, changing, like, the, what, like, you know, like, in music, it's, like, one, two, three, four, and that's the, Oh, yeah, that's like, the, the measure. Time, yeah. Yeah, so I'm talking, like, counting, like, one, two, three, four, five. Do you know how to read music? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. I know how to play more by feel than anything. Okay. I can listen to most stuff and try to, like, emulate it. Oh, like, so you can just imitate that shit by just looking at it? Yeah. That's I'll be dope. honest. Sometimes I'm listening to, like, modern hip-hop, and I'll just try to play, like, a drum beat along to it. Like, uh, I'll try to come up with, like, my own, like... Like, you're on Twitch I'll try to play over, like, the electronic beat. Because I, like, I do, like, trap rhythms. Yeah, trap's dope. I fuck with the beats, like, the whole trap wave and shit. I don't know if anyone remembers Making the Band Season 1 uh, back when it was on ABC, on the TGIF block. But the, the season one, making the band one, you know, seasons one through three or whatever, they follow that group O-Town. I've been listening to O-Town lately because I was watching an Anthony Fantano video where he mentioned them. And uh, I'm listening to the song. The song's called Liquid Dreams. And, like, it's taking me back. I'm having a little bit of nostalgia. So I'm like, hmm, all right. I kind of like this song. The singing's not great. The chorus melody isn't a chorus melody. It sounds more like a pre... The, pre... the pre-chorus and the chorus literally sound like they should be backwards. Oh, like that's how like they constructed that shit? It, it's, yeah, it sounds like it should be the other way around. The melody for the chorus should be the melody before... They should just be switched. The pre-chorus and the chorus need to be switched. They, that's just what it sounds like to me, at least. But but other than that, it is a fun, enjoyable song. Again, the singing's not always great, but uh, one of the guys, I think his name is Ashley Angel Parker, he's singing his heart out, doing his best Justin Timberlake impression. It's so fucking passionate. And 
Um, Liquid Dreams is a song about basically having a wet dream. It's a song about fucking coming on yourself in your sleep when you're a teenager. And this guy is singing his heart out. You want my liquid dreams? It's like, doing his best Justin Timberlake, Michael Jackson impression. It's like, you fucking, you go, man. You fucking do it. It's, the video is so 2000s. Um, like a bad quality or is it pretty good quality? It's like, che it's like cheesy good. Like, okay. you watch it and, like, it's bad, but, like, kind of enjoyably bad. Um, it's got mad views. As you said, it's on YouTube? Yeah. I think the song, I think the video itself only has, like, 4 million views or something. It was only uploaded a couple of years ago. Okay. But, uh... That's still dope, though. If you hit a mill, that's, like, something. But, thing. if you don't recognize Liquid Dreams, you might recognize O-Town for the song All or Nothing. Now, I remember All or Nothing being a big, big, big fucking song when I was a kid. I didn't know it was called All or Nothing. It's that song that's all like, It is all, are we just friends? Is this how it ends with a simple telephone call? I don't blame you if you don't recognize it. Don't yeah, worry about it. Don't worry I've about never it. heard that shit. Where I, was from, where I was from, that shit was inescapable. Like, I that was like on everyone's whip, like they were just driving. And that, that, was, was just th that was O Town's biggest song. If you had the radio on on a fucking like pop station or whatever that played, you know, Britney Spears and other boy bands, shit like that, like just that music of that era. You like, hear that. You definitely fucking heard All or Nothing. Like, I heard, I've heard it in so many places, I, I can't even begin to tell you the moment I heard it. Like, I just had so many memories flooding back. Like, you got nostalgia and shit? Yeah, I just all of a sudden felt like a kid again. I was like, oh, shit, I feel like, why do I feel like I'm eight again? Like, it was just a very weird feeling. I had to remind myself that I'm a 27-year-old, what passes for an adult. <laughs> but yeah, 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 um... O-Town, very interesting band, and I actually didn't know they got back together recently. They broke up in, like, 2003. They got back together in 2013, put out an album in 2014, and then they just put out an album again recently, and they have a new song out called Off, new single, and it's it's all right. You know, it's, it's, it's not great, but it's fun. It's really fun. It's actually a fun song, so... Yeah, check that out. O-Town, Off. They're, uh, they're going to be coming... They're going to be coming to Massachusetts. They're going to be in New Bedford at some point. And I, I'll be honest, I kind of want to see them. I feel, like, I feel like such a loser because like, the music was so cheesy. But fuck it, I'll go see them just for the nostalgia of it. Hey, man, if you fuck with it, go do it. Yeah, I couldn't. Dude, it's... when you li if you If you listen to it, like I'm telling you, the shit sounds so fucking cheesy, but it's so fun. <laughs> like, uh, like, oh, man. I definitely want to listen to Liquid Dreams though, no bullshit. I kind of want to hear what that shit sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> that shit just sounds funny, you know, talking to some dude talk about like fucking pre coming and shit. Wet dreams. dreams. <laughs> yeah, this shit's fucking amazing. Definitely check it out. That's a fun song. The, the choreography in the video, oh my god. So they're doing like the boy band dances and shit. Mm hmm. But the choreography's bad. It's like half-assed, dainty-looking choreography. Mm -hmm. So the problem is they're like... The dancing's almost good. They seem like they're good dancers. It's just the choreography is weak. They all look like they're dancing weak. Like they're being directed not to dance any harder. 
Like it's not like any effort when they're doing it, kind of in a way. I like. I don't like using this. I don't like using this phrase because it's such a '90s way to say it. But it looks. They look girly, for lack of a better term. Like they look like they're doing. Sometimes when men are dancing, they look effeminate. Yes, I like to dance a lot. Sometimes I don't exactly look manly when I'm throwing my hips around. I admit that. But they look exceptionally dainty sometimes when they're doing some of the moves. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't look. Like robotic and shit, kind of in a way. Yeah, it just looks weak in some spots. I guess. I guess girly's not the right way to put it. Like, eh. It's like, uh, you see, it's like, eh. You'll, you'll know. Like, I could point it out if I watched the video with you. I could point out a couple of moves and be like, right there. That's not what the fuck is that? <laughs> that needs to. I'm not a dancer. I'm not a dance choreographer. The most I can do is you can show me some moves and I can do the dance. But I'm not a dancer. I'm just like I can replicate dances. No, but I can do that enough that I can look at a dance and be like, that's fucking bullshit. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, be like, nah, bro, get that shit out of here. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. There's like one part where they go to do this move. I'm like, get that fucking, what the fuck is that move doing in here? The director watched that and decided to leave that in there. It's like, whose man's is this? Like, who let this guy like direct all this shit? Fucking like this choreographer shit. in here. Get the fuck everyone out of here. Just throw I'll, a bottle in that nigga's head. Like, I don't know how to, <laughs> I don't know how to fucking choreograph a dance, but I'll do it. Fuck it. Yeah, that sounds fun. Boy band dances are fucking easy, man. You just like, <laughs> You know, just yeah. do that shit. You know, I think I've always wanted to try, like, having, like, uh, like mad people, like, in choreography, like, all of them, like, like, I think I seen, like, Russ do it with that flute song, and he had a bunch of, like, oh, girls yeah. playing the flute all on, like, line. That shit was dope as fuck, but, like, just imagine people just dancing or just doing shit at the same time, all like that. I don't know. Like, a play, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, dope. I'll be honest. I, I don't know if I said this before on the podcast, but I do want to be, like, a model in, like, a video for like a woman singer or something like kind of like a drag queen in a way no like i want to be like the guy like the shirtless sexy guy who's all ripped and buff that she's like singing on and like touching on in the video oh, and you stuff. Just do, like... i want to be yeah i want to be that guy like i want like to be honest i would love to be in a kiana lede video i know that's never gonna happen but like, I would love to be like the model in like a Keanu Day video. Hey man, you never know. Like she'd be like, hard. she'd be like fucking singing and shit, and I would just be like the sex, like the sexy dude standing there with the shirt open, just like not looking, and she'd be like all dancing up, cause like her like, some songs on like her most recent album were like, "Ooh, I love you, I need you, I want you." So I would just be like the guy who's like, "Well, I'm not paying attention," and she'd be like, "You know, I need to figure out what I want." Do you think you'd be able to contain yourself though? She was on top of you like that. It like probably not. Like, but I, I would try. I would try. Cause I'll be honest, it's a thing I want to do. Like, I, dude, you know how awesome it would be if people were like, "I fucking went to school with that guy. What is he doing in a fucking music video?" Right. That'd be crazy. Like a little cameo and shit. Or not even, just like ever since I was a kid, I just kind of always wanted to be a background dancer in a music video. Like that shit's just fucking cool. Like I said, I'm not a dancer. I've never taken dance lessons. But I can do dance moves. You show me that shit and I'll learn it. I, I taught myself Michael Jackson routines and shit when I was a kid just from watching so the videos. you can do the moonwalk? I can't do the moonwalk. Okay. But I did like a bunch of other, like the beat it dance. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know if you remember the dance uh, the from that vi music video. Like, he's, like, doing some shit where he's, like, throwing his arms up and he's, like, scooting. Oh, and he's, shit. like, yeah. some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, some shit I like taught that, myself yeah. to do that shit. 
Are you fucking with like, the? Oh, like you felt like you were the crowd and shit. I taught myself to do that shit. Honestly, yeah. the the thriller shit was dope. Like how they all went up, like doing the zombie shit. That that shit would be dope to be in. Like, when be I was in, when I was in high school, we did a thing called showcase. Now it was just like a series of like comedy plays. At the very end, we did a big dance number where we started with Michael Jackson's Thriller, but then it cut into Lady Gaga's Bad Romance. Um, so you have a bunch of models dancing up against a bunch of zombies, but like we're doing Michael Jackson dances and Lady Gaga dances, and it was fucking cool. We wait, did so the you Thriller. Guys had, like mad dudes, like wasn't Lady Gaga? Mad like... dudes, mad ladies. There were so many people in the production, dude. So I mean, it was a bunch of us, like you know, we were all teenagers and shit. Mm. Was it like mad, like fun just working with mad people? Oh, it was so time? much fun. Dude, I'll be honest, I miss that shit. That's part of the reason why I'm fucking doing the podcast. I want to fucking, you know, I'm kind of using this as the backbone to like get back into entertainment, I guess. So it's kind of like your portfolio, like, oh, look, at this is what I could do on the side, but I, I can also like offer more and shit like that. Kind of. Well, I'll, like, I'll be honest, I've been watching podcasts for a long time, listening to podcasts for a long What's time. What's your favorite podcast? Right now, the official podcast. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a YouTuber. His name is Penguin Z- Penguin Zero Critical. Um, now he just goes by his regular name, Charlie. But uh, yeah, I've been watching him since 2010, and he's on that podcast. So I check. I fucked with that podcast pretty hard. That's what's up. They're f- oh man, they're so fucking funny. You should check them out when you get a chance. Um, Tiny Meat Gang, I fuck with. And friend zone, friend zone podcast. I could basically name a, a lot of podcasts, and you could look, you could go watch them and see that I'm basically just ripping off and reworking stuff from every one of them. But that's that's fuck it. That's what I want to do. I want to try to emulate these things that have given so much to me. You know. Yeah, put your own flavor to it and shit. You know. Exactly. Like I like I told you like I told you I thought, I don't know if we were I don't know if we were recording but Chris D'Elia said something on his podcast recently about how his podcast sucks and he doesn't know why anyone would watch it. Oh yeah, no, that was off camera. <laughs> I love that. I love that fucking honesty. I love that kind of honesty. I don't know if I don't know if I want to tell people that's what I'm going for because I do want people to pay attention to the podcast, but also, uh, yeah, I just I that's that's. I, that's what that is what you need for entertainment. You need to be able to not give a fuck. Pretty much, you, you gotta need be like... to be able to take all judgment, negative, positive, and just. I love it when people tell me that I did something great. I love it when they tell me that, you know, they like something I did. But at the end of the day, I don't need it. <clears throat> like you don't need like the satisfaction from them. Which is which is backwards because I'm gonna contra- I'm gonna kind of contradict myself in the same sentence. I don't need the satisfaction, and I could go without it. I will feel just as good if they didn't give it to me because I'm proud of it. But there is a special warmth that I feel when someone is like there. I will I will admit there is a gushy appreciation I feel when people are like, "Hey man, seen your stuff. You're funny. You know I like what you do." When I'll admit when people say that I'm like. Yeah, all right, that's it cool. Touches the heart and shit. It feels, it feels good. No, I feel you. That's feel all right. The same way with my music and shit. Pay attention to the next. Like I like the I, man. I like that episode of your podcast. Oh, well, pay attention to the next one. I'm gonna crash and burn the thing. <laughs> yeah, like that's dope though. Like you're doing that shit like kind of like a TV show. Like you're just doing episodes and shit, and it just keeps going and going. Just like, did you ever think of like how far you'll go to? Like you'll be podcast like number 103 or some shit. Like how far would you go? Well, I'm gonna keep doing them every two weeks, so. As long as, you know, as long as I can. I mean, it's a pretty, 
It's a pretty cheap and easy setup. Yeah, no, that's a dope camera. I fuck with that shit. Does it, are the lenses like interchangeable on that shit? I can't get interchangeable lenses. I only have the one lens for it though. That's just the lens that came with it. I've actually gotten a lot of stuff done with it. It's nothing special, but you know, I'm uh. I guess the job done. That shit's dope. Fuck with it. I Especially mean, how you can see like the screen, like yeah. kind of viewing ourselves and shit while it's playing. I mean, the same the same camera. I do that. I do a bunch of other videos with it that are like different styles of videos, like different camera movements and shit like that. So, like, it, it's a pretty versatile camera. It can it can get a lot of looks and feels out of it with just that lens. So I, I like that. So you take you actually um like you take pictures too, right? Yeah, I do. You still like so? Do you do that as like as much as you do like the podcast? You think you'd say the podcast you do a lot more? I'd say I've been doing the podcast a lot more recently. I've been awful. I've also been concentrating on taking more videos when I use my camera. I will use pictures. I will take pictures sometimes as an afterthought. Um, but but uh, yeah, I do take. I do still take a lot of pictures, especially sometimes when I got to do like location scouting. For like uh like I've been filming a music video for someone. Oh, that's what's up. I had to uh I didn't have to, but like I went to the spot where we were gonna do it and I just took a bunch of reference photos first. Just because it made me feel like dedication. a real, it made me feel like a real director, so nah, that's what's <laughs> up. I would want like someone to do my video to like do what you do, like really give a fuck, you know what I mean? Because that's really though like how it's gonna make sense, like in the end of it, like if you really care about it, you care about the product, it's gonna just come out good. Well, like I said, it's just like, it's just guerrilla filmmaking. I have an idea and I'm pretty sure I can do it for zero dollars with what I have. So I'll try to do it the best I can. Yeah, man. You've been putting this shit on like the YouTube too, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean like, pay. yeah, once you get the like views up, you could probably be making money off this shit and like having subscribers like, yo, should be dope. That would be awesome. Uh, just people paying attention. That's what matters. I appreciate it. So if you're watching this right now. We appreciate you. Do you have any interesting stories from your time as a musician? Weird backstage stuff, stuff that happened with like someone you were talking to afterwards or stuff be between going on the way to a show. Do you have any interesting stories in general? In general? <laughs> yeah, just like stuff where you're like, all right, so this one time I found myself in this situation, you know? Uh... And long story short, everybody in the place was a fucking lizard. Stuff like that, you know? <laughs> that's pretty dope. I mean, like... I guess that's kind of broad. Um, I, I could think of something. Like, there was this one time, like, I did a show at the Met. Um, and, like, backstage, like, me and my homie, like, Taj Imani, Like, shout out Unstable Errors, like, the label. Um, and we pretty much, like, we tried to, like, do a show. It was like we are opening for, uh, I don't know if you know a dude named Joey Fats. I've heard of him. Yeah, he's, like, a New York artist. So he was out here doing his thing and then we were just kind of like the opening acts and like we had an idea of like using like a beach ball like you know putting our socials on it like throwing that shit on there we like wanted to have like mad people on stage like dead ass we had like there was a point where we had like a good like maybe 10 15 people on stage and then they just had to get shut down because they didn't want all the people on it so it's just like weird but like we still performed after all that but it was pretty dope you know just throwing the beach ball at first people weren't really like hitting that shit and it was like fuck it we just kept picking it up throwing it and then eventually people started going, like fucking with it, and then it was just pretty dope, you know. It was just an experience. I love, I do love how the independent artists, a lot of shows I've gone to see, a lot of you guys give a shit about the show. Like when I saw Spaka do his EP release show last year, yeah, 
that was an amazing show. That was off the chain. He bought so many like lights into like his. I think it's like girlfriend or or his his. Uh... Jesus Christ, sorry. Uh, you know whoever she bought, you know a whole bunch of like you know cheap lights off of, like Amazon and stuff. They were like foam, like they had like a little flashing light bulb. Oh, I think I seen like like photos of that. There was all kinds of different crazy stuff, dude. Uh, Sam Comfort was like fucking climbing out on pipes and just swinging like a fucking monkey jumping on yeah. top of her head. Okay, at one point I'm looking at the stage and the strobe lights are going off, flash, 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 flash in my face. And at one point he must have done it real fast because I just saw the light go off and I saw it go back on and Sam was right in my face. I was like, ah! That's crazy. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, it's not good. <laughs> Nah, you know what you know what sucks about that? I mean, it, I, that's dope. Honestly, shout out to Spocka. He's a cool dude. But I wanted to go to that show, but like that day, I just like had a stomach ache and I couldn't go. But like that shit sounds lit that you just like described it like even more. Cause I saw like photos of it and shit. Mm. It was like the secret show, right? No, 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 it wasn't the secret show. Uh, no, it was last year in November. November. Yeah, it was at the Fet. It was at Fet. Oh, I was probably like in Cali when that happened. Even still. Keep missing like that shit. <laughs> nah, he's tight. I fuck with his music. Like, his, his fucking hard. Yeah, no, he's... I even bought, like, that hat, like, the What's Life Without Progression. I, I had that, that same hat. I put that shit in my whip. I have it, like, on the back seat, and, you know, when I drive by, you can see it pretty much. I'll be pretty honest. Cool. He's the reason I keep coming back for these things. Well, okay, I mean, him, Jesse Piff, you know, he's... Like, yeah, they're all dope people. I fuck with them. Shout out to all of them, and their music's dope. But... I, um, went to a show back in 2017... A friend of mine was at the show. She doesn't she's she doesn't perform anymore. But she was performing there that night. I'm pretty sure that was the last show she ever did. But yeah, then I met then I met Jesse there. I hadn't seen Jesse in a moment, so you know, I started talking to him, we started uh chilling again. And I met Spocka that night. Spocka came like up to me like after the set, like talked to me and shit. Um and he was just a really cool like he was a really cool dude. He followed me on Instagram, gave me some feedback on the stuff I had been making. So I, I got to appreciate that because at the time I was just making shit, throwing it at the wall. I didn't think anyone was paying attention. I wasn't really trying to be a director or anything. I was just making dumb videos on my phone because it's what I had. Yeah. So when he said, hey, I really like your videos, I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> I might have something here. <laughs> Hey man, that's what it takes, you know, like some like somebody believing in you, but like it's also important too to believe in yourself too, you know. Yeah. Like the grand scheme of it, cause like only you can do it, you know. No one else can really tell you like what you can be. It's got to be you. Yeah. Well, that is that is. Uh, yeah, that's the way it works. Believe in yourself and don't give a fuck about what other people think, but. Also appreciate it. Appreciate the good and the bad. Yeah, man, the balance. Got to got to worry about. I you know I should stop trying to preach. It never goes good when I try to preach. Make a. There's no lessons. There's no end roads. You just keep going. Yeah, like what's what's what determines what's right or wrong, really, honestly. Like if you really go down to it, like what we think is right like if a bunch of people believe something's right then it's right but even if it's fake everyone will still think it's right it's just crazy shit how that works i'm gonna cut all this out anyway so all right you ready three two one go now now this is the part i'm gonna use so what did you want to do
tight. Welcome back to the hotbox portion of the podcast. The Million Ex Girlfriends podcast, where nothing ever goes right, and I make that shit work for me, baby. So I'm getting ready to go over to an event in a little bit. Bunch of local rappers, uh, local Providence rappers, Rhode Island rappers. I like going to those things. I like hanging out. I like seeing the people. I like seeing a lot of the local talent. Um, you know, like I was saying before, I just a lot of you guys actually care about the show. That shit's fucking cool. Um, I've heard, I've literally heard some like artists and bands say like, you know, more prominent bands like, oh, I want to play an arena. I want more distance between me and the. I don't want to see the people's faces. It's like that's just so fucking. That's so weird. Well, like just performing in front of mad people. I don't think performing in front of mad people is weird. But, like, I've literally heard artists be all like, I don't give a shit about the fans. I don't want to see their faces. I'd rather play in a stadium because it gets me farther away from them. It's like, music is for the people. You should want to be, like, a part of that. That's why I like it when, like, artists come out into the crowds and shit like that. It's like, that shit's cool. Yeah, I've done that, like, a few times. It was up. It's cool. When I saw the Pilfers live for the first time, like this reggae ska band, um, I think it was the Pilfers, whoever it was, they fucking, the lead singer came out into the crowd, you know, during like a fucking, you know, ska song or whatever, they were moshing. He was just lost as part of the crowd. He was just, he was singing and like I could hear him singing, but he was just fucking moshing with the crowd. Like he was just, he was one of the crowd. I thought that shit was cool. That's just up. Have you been in a mosh pit before? Yeah, several. Ever and that like was up from one like someone got kicking you in the face. Or that something was shit? at the House of Blues. They normally the they normally don't. No, no, no. Um, I haven't gotten kicked in the face. the The show I was just talking about was at the House of Blues, and it's usually pretty hard for the artist to get out into the audience at the House of Blues. They were one of the opening acts, so he was able to like get away with it. But um, yeah, normally they don't allow that kind of shit. So I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Dude, just jumped the fucking gate when there was no security and he was like I'm one of you motherfuckers that's what's up but yeah no I've never been kicked in the face or anything like that yeah no neither have I not even like in general like in like living in my whole life I don't think I've ever been kicked in the face at plenty of concerts I've caught in like stray elbows stray fucking yeah, fists and shit like that yeah I've caught in the face before it's not pretty like I have one time I remember I was like in middle school I was like walking up the stairs some other like like uh, like dude that I was like fucking like walking with, I think he's kind of like a bigger guy, you know. Yeah. Big big ass big ass elbows, and then like out of nowhere, I don't know for some reason like he just like turned his head and like his whole shit just fucked my like left side up, and I had like a lump on my my like, forehead for like a few weeks. Like, it was some crazy shit. I thought I had like a concussion at some point. I was just like, what the fuck? Just start bruising. That's but, um, crazy. Yeah, I don't even know why I even mentioned that, but. Yeah, oh. That shit happened. It's alright. I've, uh, fucking fell on my back at a concert at 311. People were crowd surfing during their big song, Down. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, everyone was crowd surfing. And I'm like, okay, so I'll be able to crowd surf because everyone's crowd surfing now. It's not like it was a crowd surfing heavy show, it's like a fucking, you know, hippie fucking reggae band. 
even though they do play some hard songs, not too many people were crowd surfing. But people are crowd surfing during their big songs, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna crowd surf now. I tried to get up on top of the crowd, crowd wasn't having it. I fucking tumbled right over, hit the ground on my back. Damn. I have, yeah, I have fucking sciatica now from that shit, but, nah, fuck it, whatever. You got it from that? Hmm. Damn, bro. I've seen that happen. I went to, like, Warped Tour. I don't know if you've ever been to that shit. Seen, like, yo, they really try to pick up this, like, big, like, you know. 2013 yo, Mansfield, Massachusetts. Yeah. Like, they try to pick up this, like, big person, and, like, you know, nobody was really, like, able to, like, sustain the weight of, mm. like, that person. So, like, all you see is this person try to get up, he got up, and then everyone just, like, backs away, and they just fall. I'm just like, damn. And I've also Sucks. seen people also, like, wear costumes, too, and do that shit. Like, I've seen, like, a dude, like, wear a Spider-Man costume. Yeah. So it's pretty dope. Yeah. Like, people purposely wear costumes at concert just to, like, get fucked up and do fucked up shit. Like, I I think I wouldn't mind doing that one time. Maybe dress like a gorilla or some shit. Just do some fuck shit. When, uh... I'll never know. When I saw that 311 show, it was right before Halloween. People were dressed up in Halloween costumes. <sighs> All right. What time is it? Time check, because that thing is pretty soon. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be late, and I still got to find an ATM. I mean, it's probably just going to be, like, opening acts, or, like, open mic. Is it, like, an open mic type shit? Well, yeah, the open mic was at 9 o'clock until 10. The showcase starts at 10. Oh, damn. I'm trying to go for one guy or something. All right. Well. Hey, if you got anything to plug, Silver, go ahead and plug it now. Tell the people right. what they can expect from you, where they can find you. Well, pretty much you can find all my like social media, uh, 401 Silver, so like S-I-L-V-E-R. And then if you want to like listen to any of my music, you can pretty much just uh, type in like on all your like favorite streaming platforms, like dollar sign I-L-V-E-R. And I got like a few songs coming out soon. I also have a project coming out, the Silver Tape definitely gonna drop this year i don't really have like a specific date for it but just know it's coming very soon just working hard doing shit trying to get videos and yeah we're just we out here on stable era that's the label come fuck with us got a new song out called out featuring my boy daniel check that shit out too just search up on stable era same shit and you'll find us everywhere nice nice and juan sanchez twitter Instagram two one two Sanchez or million ex girlfriends. I don't give a fuck. One's a shit posting meme page. The other one is somewhat professional but still a fucking train wreck. Uh, that is pretty much it. That is pretty much all. Oh yes, I saw the movie Us recently. That was amazing. Jordan Peele. I can't wait to see what else you have in the future. That's gonna be amazing. Other than that, I don't have anything else to say, so... Mm. I guess we'll just smoke until the outro music plays. Do you want me to pull out the bong? So let's yeah, let's pull out the bong. Anything Juan will throw in some outro music at some point. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, let's do that. It even just... It's... Oh, I already said it was the outro, it was pretty awkward, so maybe I'll just leave it. Maybe I'll just like do this as the fade out and then just like fucking cut that in as like a special like before. I'll, I'll put it in like.